Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, hello and welcome to a new week of the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. Um, and it's a very special week. It's uh, for two reasons. First of all, it's the week of Thanksgiving. And so hopefully you have some plans later in this week to um, spend time with your family and friends and, and giving thanks for the many blessings that uh, you have been given. Uh, but it's also special for another reason. For those of you who have been with us for a while, we have been reading through the Bible. Um, started way back in September and um, kind of got a big overview of the entire uh, entire scope and sequence, if you will, of the Bible. And this is our last week. We started out in Genesis uh, way back in September, and now we are moving into a few old te- New Testament books, but ending up in Revelation. So if you've been part of this journey, thank you for joining us. It's been uh, good for me personally to kind of get that broad picture. And so we'll kind of wrap up that conversation this week, and then next week we'll start a special Advent series. Um, but I am joined this week uh, with Kevin Duchesne, um, and some of you might be familiar with Kevin, but Kevin, would you just, first of all, thank you for joining us, and then uh, would you be willing to just to share a little bit about yourself so people can get to know you? Yeah, as, as he said, my name is Kevin Duchesne. Um, I've been coming here to Victory Point for about three years with my wife, Renee, uh, who I've been married to for 32 years now. Okay. Um, Grew up in the city of Wyoming. Um, haven't really been, uh, you know, in a church most of my life. It, mo- it really started after I met Renee. Okay. So um, I've I've always believed in God or in, in Jesus, but uh, never really practiced it in in okay. in a way. Okay. So. Until until you got married. Or yeah. Met your wife? Okay. Right. All right. And uh, do you guys have kids, grandkids, yep. anything? We have two kids, no okay. grandkids. Okay, okay. Um, two boys, um, both in their 20s. Okay. Well, actually, Jeff's 30 now. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. And are they in the area or are they? One's, um, the younger one still lives with us, uh, okay. Mike, and Jeff, he lives in the city of Grand Rapids. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, cool. Well, we're glad that you're a part of the Victory Point family, um, and you make the drive down from Grand Haven, right? Yes, yeah, yes so, I do. So that's that's a good dedication to what we're doing here to make that trek. So hopefully, as we get in the winter season, it won't be too bad for you guys to come down. Yeah, it's so. not bad. Okay, good. Well, and we always have the the live feed, so if ever you get snowed in, you can still watch that. So, well, we are going to um, look at Ephesians today, Ephesians chapter two. And again, if you've been with us for the past few months, um, we are asking you to read kind of a longer passage. Um, so today's reading is all of Ephesians two, but we're just going to focus on part of that for our conversation today. Um, we're going to focus on the second part, verses 11 through 22. Um, and the, the first 10 verses um, are more kind of about our relationship with God and how um, Jesus has sanctified us, that He we were dead in our transgressions, and then through his um, death and resurrection, we've been made alive in Christ, and um, through his grace, we've been saved. So um, then verse 11 starts to move into, as a result of that, our interaction with others. So uh, Kevin's going to read, uh, and then we will talk about what we read. So Kevin, thank you. Okay, so this is the Jew and Gentile reconciled to Christ. Therefore, remember that formerly you were 
You who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcised, which is done in the body by human hands, remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenants of the promise, without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near by the blood of of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of two, thus making peace and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access to the Father by one spirit. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Jesus Christ himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Thank you, Kevin, for reading that. Um, so as we read through that, um, just now, or as you prepare this, what, what do we learn about God in this passage? He doesn't want us to be divided. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're all one people to him. Okay. Um, and uh, like when you say he, want, we want, he wants all of us, who are you referring to, like different people groups or... Everybody. Everybody. Every, okay. Yeah. yeah everybody. Yeah. Doesn't mean matter, race, color. Yeah. Yeah. Women or children or uh, men. Everybody. We're all the same. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's kind of a, uh, a neat thing as we've been reading through the whole, the whole Bible for the past three months. Um, the Old Testament really is focused on the Jews as God's chosen people. Yep. Um, and the Gentiles, basically, who was not a Jew, um, wasn't picked wasn't part of God's uh, family. And when Jesus came, you know, there was a lot of animosity and there's a lot of, you know, like the Jews were by themselves. They were the, you know, kind of uh, anointed ones and the Gentiles were out of luck. But Jesus came and he ended that and he brought people together. But was that really God's doing or was that us humans doing that, separating the Jews from the Gentiles? Uh, well, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, well, I think, you know, in the Old Testament, you know, the Israelites were referred to as God's chosen people, and they definitely felt themselves. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, so maybe it's like God finally saying, look, we're, I'm not going to have one group. I want everybody to be. So it kind of, you know, it was hard for the Jewish people, I think, at the time to accept that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I agree. God wants to unite us all through Jesus. Um, and he um, he ends that hostility between the people groups, and we see that all over the world today. You know, hostility between different groups, and hopefully um, we can help. Um, and I'm kind of jumping ahead of our conversation, but we can help try to 
bring peace amongst those different groups. So, yep. Yeah. We are definitely seeing more of that in the world right now. Yeah. So what did we learn about people from this passage? What did you? Trying it, it, by how we view ourselves or view the people, or is how God views us? Because um, I think it's two different things. Yeah. So I guess as as we read this passage, like I guess maybe what did you take away as far as the difference between how we view ourselves and how God? Because I I can I see kind of a distinct difference between those two. So both both of them. <laughs> that, yeah. How how do we yeah. see people? <clears throat> how do we see people? You know because. We tend to be judgmental of other people. Yeah. Um, we don't we don't see what's in their hearts. Right. We see what is on the outside, what what they express, or you know, body language, other things. But um, God sees what's in their heart, um, and and we need to be open to um, the opportunity to be able to see that for them to express what's in their heart, not yeah. just what what we see. You know, first impression. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think, you know, in reading this and just thinking about whether it's, you know, the, the Bible times um, or even now that our our nature as humans is to divide and exclude those who are not like ourselves. We, yep. we congregate towards people who are like us because they are more accepting of us because we're, all, we're the same. And um, it's against our nature to try to bring in people who are different. Um, but and, and unfortunately, sometimes that gets um, to be. Um, you know, there's hostility between the groups. Um, you know, you look at history books and there's all sorts of times where, you know, people of different groups were fighting with each other. Um, and so I think um, that's kind of who we are in our nature. But what I picked from this is that Jesus is calling us to change that. You know, he uh, wants us to lead the way um, in showing the world that we need to work together, that we need to be one one body, one building. They they use the analogy of, um, you know, Jesus being the cornerstone and um, says, starting in verse 19, you are no longer foreigners and aliens, but fellow citizens of God's people and members of God's, house, members of God's household built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets with Christ himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple. And in him, you are... Um, built together. So uh, we are to not see that division, but we are to, to think of ourselves in the world as one building that God has created, bringing together. So no longer Jews, no longer Gentiles. Yeah. Yeah. I love all the uh, analogies and stories that Jesus has. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think it's something that, you know, we, we can grasp onto because I, you know, you're an architect, and and uh, you mentioned before we started recording. Um, so you see how things are designed, how they're supposed to be built, and then um, you probably, at some point in time, you know, are able to see kind of what happens after you draw it, what it becomes, and you, so that analogy um, works, and you know, because we know what it's like for a building to be built. Yep, yeah. all the parts and pieces. Yeah, yeah. So, so this this story kind of resonates with me. Yes. Okay. Good. Um, any other thoughts that you have as far as what you learned about um, people, human nature as a result of this passage? Mm. 
No, uh, not really, no. Okay. Well, that's fine. That's totally fine. Um, I just didn't want to cut you off if you had, if you had more to share. Um, so then our third question is kind of as a result of what we read here, what are what do we need to do about it? You know, what what are, do you feel um, is kind of your takeaway from this or maybe a challenge you have for our listeners that as a result of what we learned today, what should we be doing? Well, a couple, couple things. One is we, we need to uh, share the the save, savings that we have through Jesus, but we also need to be um, let let others speak and not cut them off. Yeah, it's, it's, that's a bad tendency of a lot of us. Um, and listen to what they really have to say. Oh yeah, um, that that I think makes a better connection amongst us. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a key idea that. Um, you know, we're so quick to get our opinions out. We want to cut people, but we we have to in order to, you know, be one building, one house. We have to listen. You know, yeah. and, and, and I, I'm guilty of yeah. that. Somebody starts telling a story. Say, oh yeah, I have this story that kind of yeah. matches up with it. and I want to tell that as well, but yeah. I have to stop and listen. Yeah, I've been there myself. It, too, it, so. It's hard sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing as I was kind of processing this, I was reminded. Um, about uh, there was a quote that uh, George Bush, George W. Bush, when he was running um, for for presidency for the presidency back in 2000, he he used the phrase, "I'm a uniter, not a divider." Um, and I remember so, that. Yeah, and and so that just stuck me stuck with me. Now I'm not you know being political here, but just that I think that was kind of the takeaway for me is that we need to, I need to be a uniter, not a divider. I need to find ways to like bring communities together or bring people groups together where I see that hostility and see that division. I need to try to bring that together. Um, and so I guess I need a takeaway for me as to how can I intentionally try to unite the body of Christ? Um, how can I try to tear down division where I see it and build up unity? So. Yeah, and actually, in my working where I work, we are looking at cities and how do you break down barriers within cities? Oh, okay. Same, same kind of things. Yeah, yeah. All, all of it happened back in the fifties and forties and split cities in half. And oh wow! Okay. So how how can you bring them back together? Okay, I, we could do a whole podcast on that. That'd be fascinating <laughs> for me to to listen to what you have to say about that, but. Well, well, uh, thank you, Kevin, for uh, sharing your thoughts with us. And um, I hope that those of you who are listening um, were able to get some ideas about who God is, um, what we are as a result of what God's done for us, and that you can go throughout your day, throughout your week, um, seeking to unite um, people, even people of different backgrounds, and try to create that, that one um, building in Jesus, that uh, cooperation and unity. So thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.